I mentioned earlier, Dana, that Shades of Rose was really impressive yesterday and capped off another tremendous season for trainer Bjorn Baker, and he's on the line. Bjorn, good morning. Morning, guys. Thanks for joining us, Bjorn, and congratulations with Shades of Rose. She was probably arguably the most impressive winner at Rose Hill yesterday. A lot of upside with this filly, Bjorn. Yeah, there is indeed, and uh, she it was just good to see her get that win. I, I, when she, the first start when she bucked, obviously, uh, you're pulling your hair out a bit because she's got a lot of ability and um, she's just got better this preparation. And I think a, a slightly improving track definitely helped yesterday. Yeah, agree. Um, James McDonald rode yesterday, and and what was the feedback from James McDonald to you post race reshades of Rose? Yeah, he was very happy. He, uh, I, I get the impression that he thinks she's got a really good future, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can keep him on. Bjorn, with Shades of Rose, have you managed to uh, curb that buck jumping that we did see? Yeah, oh, it's just she's sort of never done it before. It's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think it's more of a one-off. Um, that day she was sort of in the gates for a long time and was fresh up too. She might have just been a little bit full of herself. She's definitely been a lot more settled before the race the last two starts. So I'm hoping it's out of her system now. But, uh, yeah, there's only one rule with horses. There are no rules, and that's one of the situations, yeah. Yeah, you just never think it's going to happen. That's why the sport's so intoxicating, isn't it? Bjorn, you just don't know what's around the corner. On that point, what is around the corner for Shades of Rose? Uh, we'll probably just look for another benchmark race in a couple of weeks, um, and then and then maybe we could look at some better options after that. But we're being patient with her; it's sort of paying off. So mm. we're in no great rush, and, and probably just try and get her to work through the grades. She's got she's got stakes race ability, hasn't she? Yeah, I think yeah. so, for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. doubt about that. I think she's definitely a black-type filly, and uh, the owners, um, Steve Gillard's had a couple of good mares with me in the past, and those colours, positive peace and Louboutin, so That's hopefully right. she yeah. can be uh, the third good mare for, for them. Exactly. No, she's got a lot of ability. Hey, Bjorn, 47 winners for this season. I know you had 58 last season, but still a tremendous year for the stable in Sydney, finished top four in the Premiership. I guess that underlines the competitive nature of Sydney racing at the moment, isn't it? There's no easy races to win, but the competition's so fierce. Yeah, it is. And and even the last 12 months, we've had a lot more competition come in. Obviously, the stake money is extremely high. We've had another lift, and and so that means a lot of horses are coming from around the world to stables in Sydney. So... uh, there's a lot of competition and really you've got to get better otherwise you're sort of out the back door so um, even in the last couple of weeks we've got a couple of nice Europeans coming down looking forward to that but uh, no, it's a great place to train but it is mm. very competitive and unless you keep looking forward and attack you you can find you sort of spit out the back door pretty quick so thankfully we've got a lot of nice young horses coming through good team of staff and uh, Warwick Farm training facilities are good, so hopefully we can get the new season underway um, yeah. and uh, off to a good start next week. But how challenging has it been for you at Warwick Farm, and indeed the other trainers, and maybe you're speaking on behalf of your entire profession when I ask this question, with the weather that we've had pretty much all year so far in Sydney, how challenging has it been for you as a trainer to get your horses ready, Ben? been really tough. I think mm. it's sort of been ongoing for five or six months. 
and it does. It takes a big toll. It's really hard to get consistent tracks. It's hard to know what to expect when you get to the races. Then you're racing on really demanding wet tracks. And then even logistically with your pre-trainers and spellers and horses sort of coming in and out. So it's definitely added uh, to the workload immensely, but mm. this made it really tough. And uh, sort of it's been tough on a lot of the horses too. You, you can't be too hard on them if they've had an ordinary prep. So, yeah, yeah it, it's been a challenge. I think some people, trainers, have probably handled it better than others. And personally, it's something that I probably could have done better if I had my time again. I guess we all learn, don't we? We're learning every day of our lives, Bjorn. On that theme then, uh, it probably hasn't been the the best program so far for Dynamic Impact, a horse who's got ability, but you're taking him to Forbes today for the Forbes Cup, which is a potential qualifier for the big dance. Um, could we see the real Dynamic Impact this afternoon? <laughs> yeah, this one that has been. Uh, I think he needs a good track. He gets yeah. that today. So that's the big key with him. But he's been a hit and miss. His first couple of runs were good. He's been playing since. So um, if he gets anywhere sort of near back to his best form, I think he'll be very competitive. So um, he'll get back. I think it's a pretty big field, and uh, they'll go quick enough to, to give him a chance to finish off. He's got a, a fair bit of weight, but the weight scale is quite high. So um, he's one of those ones that it's hard to back him with confidence, but if he puts his best foot forward, he'll be hard to beat. Bjorn, I know you love your rugby league, but gee, you're all blacks. They are struggling. Yeah, they're in, uh, they're in big trouble in little China. <laughs> Unfortunately, they, uh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do there, but... Um, it's weird, isn't it? Because yeah. we're just so used to them winning. Everything, yeah. <laughs> year after year. Yeah, and they've got a long way to go. So, But I think, too, maybe that we talk about racing and Sydney being competitive and state money and Europeans have got big money competitions and uh, it definitely has sucked out a bit of depth in terms of Australasia. So, uh, you know, prize money talks and, and that's what makes racing here so great. Who's your rugby league team, Bjorn? I, I didn't know I that before. Well... Probably the, the Warriors, but I'm in oh, okay. Tigers country, so I have to support them. They're robbed a couple of weeks ago, too. i tell you what, Tigers and Warriors, that's not much of a choice there, Bjorn. I know, yeah. Only one way is up, yeah. That's true. Hey, Tigers were great last night. Yeah, though. they were fantastic. Hey, Bjorn, if there's one horse from the stable um, for our listeners to follow in the new season, is there one that really excites you? Yeah, I think Belucci Babe's going really, really well. I know we know her pretty well, but she had a good autumn uh, in the really good races, and she's back in the Missile Stakes next week. So yeah. um, I'm hoping she can put her hand up, get the season off to a really good start. James McDonald rides, and um, I'm hoping she can put her hand up and say I'm an Everest contender. And the other Everest contender I've got is Overpass. I think yes. he has he really gone... Ooh, he's gone from a, a teenager to a man. He looks fantastic. He had his first gallop on the grass yesterday, and he went great. Yeah, no, he's um, he's a very, very promising horse. Hey, Bjorn, you've been great with uh, for our show all season and really appreciate your support. More importantly, very best of luck into the new season for the stable. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.